Mistress Rage. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome. Today we're going to talk about a topic that is very near and dear to me, and this is fake sex therapists and psychologists. It's becoming a huge problem, and I noticed it a few times in the past, but I'm noticing it a lot lately. For those of you who follow me with any regularity, you know that I'm working toward a PhD in psychology. That's what it takes to become a psychologist in the United States. Additionally, I will likely have a specialization in sex therapy simply because of my history as a dominatrix. Lately, I've noticed a few people who are calling themselves psychologists who are known to many people to not have any college education whatsoever, much less a PhD. The term psychologist is a protected term, and what this means is that in order to call yourself a psychologist, you have to legally meet certain requirements. In the United States, these requirements are an education, so a PhD or a PsyD, in other words, doctorate degrees in psychology. You have to do 3,000 hours of internship in a certain amount of time. You have to take and pass a very brutal exam, from what I understand. I'm looking forward to it greatly. And you have to apply to the state where you go undergo a background check, and you have to be of good moral character. I'm not really sure what that means yet or who decides it. And then you are granted a license. So a person can have a PhD in psychology, but it doesn't make them a psychologist. It means that they have a PhD in psychology. That's all that it means. You're not a psychologist until you earn that license. And it's my understanding that Canada has very, very similar requirements. So it is illegal to call yourself a psychologist unless you meet the requirements. Therefore, if you see anyone online and, uh, this seems to be a problem on Night Flirt especially. If anyone is calling themselves a psychologist, they shouldn't be having phone sex. I'm pretty sure that's frowned upon. Second, they should be providing their real name. They should be able to provide you with proof that they are licensed. You should be able to double check this license within their state. So anybody that you see on a phone sex site or running around online calling themselves a psychologist is somebody that you should check out before you pay them to help you out. The next group are sex therapists. Unlike a psychologist, sex therapists don't have to be certified. This means that any asshole can wake up this morning and call themselves a sex therapist and not have to provide any kind of credentials, experience, certification, and so forth. I know that there are these little sex therapy certification classes online that cost a couple hundred bucks and you can finish them in about two or three hours if you put your mind to it. That is not real sex therapy. I'm not saying that people without a sex therapy license can't be good at it and can't be helpful, but they are not real therapists. However, if sex therapy is your thing, and for me it will be, obviously because of my background, you can join ASECT. That's A-A-S-E-C-T dot org. And that stands for the American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. I'm at the ASECT dot org website right now, 
and they list their requirements for sex therapist certification, aka a real sex therapist. You have to have, uh, you have to hold a professional retired or life membership in ASECT. You have to agree to follow their code of ethics, which is online if you want to see it. I would definitely check out their website. You have to have academic and professional experience such that you have earned an advanced clinical degree that included psychotherapy training from an accredited college or university recognized by the Council on Post-Secondary Accreditation and the following clinical experience. A master's degree plus two years of post-degree clinical experience or a doctoral degree plus, plus one year of post-degree clinical experience. Only coursework from accredited institutions and or ASECT sponsored or approved courses will be accepted to fulfill content requirements for certification. Next, you have to have clinical certification and licensure. This means that you will hold a valid state regulatory license or certificate for the state in which you practice. And that has to be in one of the following disciplines. Psychology medicine, social work, counseling, nursing, or marriage and family therapy. In other words, you have at least a master's degree in one of these areas. During the process of submitting the contract, the supervisor is responsible for discussing licensing with the supervisee. And then it goes on, um, you know, with more of that. You can read the whole thing at asect.org. Applicants from Canada, Israel, Mexico, and Puerto Rico will document how their equivalent education, remember that equivalent education, meets or compares to the re requirement for ASECT certification, which is basically American. So in other words, you have to go to a real college or university as well. You have to have a human sexuality education, and that means you will have completed a minimum of 90 clock hours of academic coursework in sexuality education. The core knowledge areas that you have to learn are ethics and ethical behavior, developmental sexuality, and this will be from a biopsychosocial perspective, and it'll be across the life course. You will cover socio-cultural familial factors, such as SES, culture, religion, spirituality. You will learn about issues related to sexual orientation and or gender identity, such as heterosexuality, LGBT themes, uh, pansexuality, asexuality, gender identity, gender expression. You will learn about intimacy skills, intimate relationships, interpersonal relationships, family dynamics. You will learn about diversities in sexual expression and lifestyles, including but not limited to polyamory, swinging, BDSM and Tantra. You will learn about sexual and reproductive anatomy and physiology. You will learn about health and medical factors that may influence sexuality, such as disability, drugs, mental health, pregnancy, childbirth, HIV, STDs, things like that. You will also learn about the range of sexual functioning and behavior from optimal to problematic. Uh, that may include things like desire, discrepancy, lack of desire, um, difficulty achieving or maintaining arousal. You will also learn things like sexual exploitation, including abuse, harassment, sexual assault, 
cybersexuality and social media, substance abuse and sexuality, pleasure enhancement skills, learning theory and application, knowledge of professional communication skills used with clients, history of the discipline of sex research theory and education, principles of sexuality research and research methods. You'll learn about a lot of very important things, and these are not things that you're going to learn about in one of these bullshit online courses. So if someone is claiming to be a sex therapist, another thing I see on these phone sex sites a lot, I would challenge them to prove it. If they are a college-educated sex therapist, like a real therapist, not just someone calling themselves a therapist, they're not going to be doing phone sex with you. One of the problems with this is something called a dual relationship. A psychologist is not allowed to have sexual contact with a client within, we're encouraged not to ever do it at all. That's Ethically, you wouldn't ever do it at all. But you have to at least wait seven years after a person stops being your therapy client before you can have any kind of sexual relationship with them. So if the person is doing phone sex, I'm telling you they are probably not a real psychologist or sex therapist. Building on what we've just talked about are people that call themselves doctor this or doctor that. If a person is claiming to be a sex therapist or psychologist and is using the honorific of doctor before their name, then they should absolutely have a doctorate degree. There are cases where some people usually entertainers will call themselves Dr. Something, Dr. Love. You know, we know the famous rapper, Dr. Dre. And it's okay to use these terms when you're not a doctor if you are very clear in specifying that you are not an actual doctor and you are not an actual therapist. It's okay because then people can make the choice to get advice from you or not. But if the person has no doctorate degree, they are not a certified sex therapist through a sect or an equivalent, and they're using the term doctor, well, we have a problem because what they're likely doing is trying to mislead you into thinking they have a background that they do not actually possess. And the reason I care about this whole topic so much is because I don't want any of you to be misled I have seen one individual who calls themselves doctor, claims they are both a psychologist and sex therapist, and then actively kink shames people. That is unprofessional, and it's not how it's really done in the field. Therefore, they are spreading misinformation and perhaps hatred in some cases when they have no background and no education to back up what they're doing. I can tell you right now that myself and my fellow students and colleagues work very hard to earn our degrees and to learn what we need to learn in order to be helpful to people with various sexuality-related issues. Some of these people are on the verge of suicide, and when some fucking asshole goes out there and pretends to be a therapist and pretends to be a doctor, they can do great harm to people. And I take that very, very personally. So 
If you see somebody calling themselves a sex therapist or a psychologist, challenge them to prove it. If they are not using their real name, if they will not show you where they are registered or show you some proof that they have a license, then get the fuck out of there because the person is hustling you. Be very careful out there. Just because somebody says they are something in the adult industry doesn't mean it's true. I know a lot of liars in the adult industry, a lot of hustlers, scammers, and fakers, and I do not want any of you to fall prey to these scum. I hope you enjoyed this rage cast. I hope it was helpful for you. And uh, I think next time we'll do something a little lighter and a little more fun. I've got some really great ideas for shows from my listeners. Thank you all so much. And as always, if you have an idea for a show, email me, info at mistressrage.com. You can visit my website, mistressrage.com, or follow me on Twitter, at mistressrage, all one word. I'll see you next time.